Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me is my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Yellow. Jay Hugh. What's up? Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, The Game of Thrones, doing a little bit of a recap, catch us up a little bit, talk about the premiere last night, what we thought, and then have some predictions going forward, what we think is going to happen yep. the rest of the season. So, Joseph, Ian, I think you guys, I'll, J.U., I'll, you, you have a killer memory. Well, I feel like we. I wanted to do at least some just like basic recollection on your, your yep. main players, but I should probably defer to you guys because I haven't seen it since last year, well, and I barely I remember. just binged it in the last month, so I'm pretty fresh with it, so if you throw Shoot stuff out, out the there. person name. Okay. So let's, yeah, we can let's start with John and Danny. John first. What, what, is, what has old John Snow been doing? So John, Danny. He's been doing Danny. Yeah, he's been <laughs> banging Danny. Before that. Uh, yeah, so Trying John, to bang Danny. Pretty much. Yeah, so he's King of the North. Yep. Uh, and then, he, he was dead, and now he's not dead. Yep, King of the North. And Twice, basically. He is all about the army of the dead. He is the only one looking at the true threat. And in the last season, he basically hangs out at Dragonstone the entire season. Mm-hmm. He gets summoned by Danny, and he's trying to convince her to join the threat. You know, against... he basically becomes a salesman. He's yeah. selling yes. the war at the wall. That's yep. true. And actually. he's trying to to mine the you know that Dragonstone has the dragon glass. So like his his whole focus is on what everyone else's focus should be on. And he's basically you're right. He's selling Danny on you need to join the team. And and her condition for that is he bend the knee. Yeah, bend the knee. And, you know, as the season goes, you know, she starts to see that, you know, she starts to fall for him. You know, that's whether you believe it or not, whether yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, but that that's where she goes. The, with the, it. the way the writers put it. Yes. She falls for him. Yep. I haven't seen it on screen yet. But. And, she's, and while she's <laughs> dealing with John on one front, she's trying to win the War of the Seven Kingdoms on the other. Yep. So she's dealing with a lot of and, you know, she goes through adversity like um, a lot of losses early in season seven. She loses Dorne. She loses Hightower. She loses the Iron Islands. So season seven, she's kind of starts off getting her ass kicked a little bit. And then... She doesn't even really fully come around to the thing until yeah. she saves them north of the wall, really. And she sees it for herself. Yep. And then, yeah, so the, the season kind of ends with her as one of her dragons gets killed, one of her babies. Yep. By the Night King. And Is it Viseri- Viserion? Yep. Yeah. Her, her evil brother one. Yeah. And... She falls basically for John, and they consummate the relationship. Yep, <laughs> through sex. Through sex. <laughs> Tyrion listens in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that's. Kinda... I, I still don't get in that scene why he looks so pissed about it. See, yeah. there are theories that because, like, in the last episode in that se- of season seven, he talks to Cersei. Mm-hmm. And they cut away from the conversation. This sounds like it should be in the theory section. Okay, we get to it. Next person, don't say Danny because we kind of just did Danny too. We did mostly do Danny. The only other thing I think that was important from that plot is they end up trying to recruit Cersei to join the war, and they bring down a, a, a White Walker, not a White Walker, but one of the the skeleton white things, and try to convince her. And she pretends that she's dead. going to, yep. but she's not. What else is Cersei doing? Yeah, Cersei's all about basically trying to win the kingdom. She's power hungry. She yep. doesn't care. Doesn't even even if everyone's dead, she just wants to rule over dead people. You know yep. what I mean? So um reaches out to Euron. Yeah, she, yep. she's basically she doesn't care if she wins. She just wants everyone else to fucking lose. Correct. Yeah. Season yeah. seven's kind of framed Danny versus Cersei, yeah. with Jon Snow kind of trying to convince everyone about the bigger threat. Yeah. And uh yeah, she gets Euron to bring her the Iron Fleet, and he becomes, you know, he really kicks ass, and then she recruits she basically steals all the Tyrell gold to pay off the Iron Bank finally, which has been kind of a plot thread. And she recruits the Golden Company, yep. which is coming to help her. Yep. 
Um, I, I don't know if we've talked about this either on the show or as individuals, but does anyone else think that Euron looks like Pacey? A little bit. I can see he, that. I always think I he's... I'm Pacey with facial hair. when he's not Pacey. <laughs> From Dawson's Creek. No, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know what Dawson's Creek <laughs> um, Shit. Oh, yeah. The only other thing about the Euron thing, which comes up in the, in the episode, which I mentioned, is she, she gets Euron's fleet with the promise of... Is that marriage? Yep. Yes. Yeah. He'll become Mary king. queen. And... Um, Euron also, you know, is capturing, having his own little squabble with Yara and Theon. Yep. Yep. Well, who is somehow still alive. I actually yeah. don't think we mentioned the most important point about Cersei. She's pregnant. She claims to be pregnant. She yes. claims to be pregnant. And yep. she's still on the outs with Jamie, but Jamie's kind of, she's, he's not agreeing with her, but he can't fight her because he fucking loves her and he's got a child or whatever. I don't think she has a reason to claim to Jamie that she's pregnant I'm because just, Jamie never gave a fuck about those kids. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. fair, but <laughs> just say it. We haven't had any actual evidence. Let's see. Tyrion. Yeah, so Tyrion now is queen Wait. of the hand to Danny, hand yep. of the queen hand, hand of the queen and close enough yeah you know she he's also uh, what i noticed watching it through very quickly is he, they make him a lot less clever they very sideline him as soon as he kills tywin and he goes east yep he's wrong every second yeah. you know he's wrong all in marine well, that's, that's a big plot point yeah he's you know so and danny and him there's, there's there should be more distrust i think but he loses marine everything he does is wrong the slavers almost win then he takes you know he plans her battle strategy in season 7 and they lose every battle that he picks. You know, he sends Unsullied to Castle Rock, and, you know, Jamie outsmarts him. He sends uh, the Dorn people down with the Iron Island people to take King's Landing. Well, he doesn't... His mindset is he doesn't want to, like, use the dragons. Like, he doesn't want to murder people, and... uh, because he doesn't want to give the impression that she's the Mad Queen, that she's not her father. That's his mindset. Yeah, so he's trying to make her win at the, the most peaceful way possible. And, and it's she, not working. And no. she suffers a lot of losses. So, um, yeah, he's kind of there making his jokes with Varys as kind of, they're both, yep. you know, basically advising. Also a character Dan- that was really sidelined. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. And they're very advising Danny, but um, kind of been wrong more than right lately. I, For sure. I, I think one of the problems with him is I think with like John and Danny and even Jamie and Cersei, you know, George R. R. Martin probably had to give them an idea of what he's doing with them in the last book. I don't know if he's came forth with what he's doing with Tyrion, so they're just kind of lost as what to do with it. Maybe. I would agree with that. Uh, just just so we can move on to the actual episode. Let's see. Uh, Sansa's still in Winterfell trying to figure out how Lady to... Lady of Winterfell. Lady of Winterfell yep. trying to figure out how to politic and shit, and yep. she and... Uh, doing a good job. Yeah, doing, trust, doing a very good job. Sansa. She has learned a lot over her, yep. her years. Uh, Arya ends up coming back to Winterfell after killing... Uh, she's a faceless man assassin. Yeah, she's a faceless man assassin. Uh, Littlefinger tries to pit them against each other, but then they end up teaming up and killing him at yep, the yeah. end of the season. Turns Pro- out they were playing. the best scene from the last season. I would finale. agree with that. Yeah, yep. it was, it's a great bit. Uh, is there anybody else that's of um, import that, that consequence? Brand, that head turn she gives where she's like, Peter Baelish. I know. It's a, it's a great moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the good. worst. I <laughs> fucking hate this show. Uh, what um, you call it? Uh, Jorah, I think it should probably mention oh, yeah. that he got cured of the dragon. Well, yeah, you know, he, he got grayscale and then got cured of it for no fucking... Like, why did yeah, he even that have That was it? kind of a dumb uh, point. Like, yeah, I will say, seeing Jorah come back to his homeland, which I, he never thought he was going to do, right. that's a great plot point yeah. for Jorah. And the interaction between him and John is one of the strengths, I think, of the entire last season. Yeah. Like... Um, yeah, when he tries to, when John offers up Longclaw, yeah, and Jorah's like, you know, it's yours for your use and your children. Because it was kinda, his dad's sword. Yeah, and, and he's, he's kind of also bit. giving his approval to Danny and John. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, yep. Um, I'll, real quick, Sam drops out of the Maesters. He goes north to help John as kind of an advisor. Yep. 
brands, the Three Eyed Raven. It's just getting creepier Creepy and creepier. Yep. Yeah, that's. I think that's everybody. That's pretty much um, all the big ones. Oh, also, I, 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 a important oh. plot point to the new one is that uh, Danny does murder Sam's brother and father. Yes, oh, yes. for sure. Well, and the one thing Jamie leaves Cersei. We didn't. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jamie, Jamie leaves Cersei to ride north. When, when he finally sees what the threat is over north of the wall, he realizes that. Cersei's plan of I'll just rule dead people is not really acceptable. <laughs> and so he wants to he's I think his line is I swore an oath to protect the land of the living or some bullshit like that. Right. So. And basically everyone's now at either Winterfell or King's Landing. Yep. hundred uh, percent. Davos, yeah. the Hound, Gendry, they're all Winterfell. So basically all your main people except Cersei's kind of plot points are in Winterfell. So that's a really great transition to the episode, I yep. think. Because yes, because the episode begins very much like the very first episode. Yes. This is a copy cat episode it is yes. in, in many ways uh, and i really loved it yeah yeah <laughs> with uh with danny's army marching into winterfell yep uh with the, the, just like robert showing up in the first episode exactly the same way there's got a young kid climbing into the yep, trees to like see branded aria sneaking around the crowd to come see him yep. uh there's just there's there's a lot of callbacks uh, callbacks and and uh correlations uh you know look i i, I have no secret that i don't like danny as a character I don't really like Amelia Clark as an actress. But those outfits are fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. looked great. Yeah. yeah, she's got those power dresses. I down. know. I fucking yeah. love it. <laughs> you talking about all, everyone being at uh, Winterfell? That was like a Arya's greatest hits episode. Like she had an interaction with every yep. person that mm-hmm. she had a good chemistry with. So her and John, her and Gendry, her and the Hound. Just know her and Brienne. That was the only one yeah. that was like. Well, they've no. already they met up at last one and they trained together. Oh, that's true. That's so true. yeah, they that. But there will I, probably I, be more. I of figured them. you would hate this. Because there's a lot of what you hated in the last season where there's no, like, the, the logics of the travels go out the window. Yeah, and it's no, all for about, sure. And it's all fan service now. Yeah, no, but, it's, it's payoff. Like, the whole thing with Euron taking Yara, why did they do that with how they wrapped that up? Mm-hmm. Their, their justification for it is not good. He's no. just like, I cut everybody's tongue out so I get lonely. Yeah, and... Shut well, the fuck up. And then, like, Theon's like, you know... He leaves Danny and immediately rescues her without any kind of battle at all. And then immediately, you know, Yara gets rescued by Theon. Mm. And then Theon's immediately, they're sailing back. And yeah. <laughs> they're just like. After he had just made that piece yeah. with Jon Snow about you go get your sister. Now he does the exact same scene with Yara. You go save Jon Snow. Yeah. You know? There's I, no way he would make it back to Winterfell. And like, Jamie's hair is really long now, but Cersei doesn't have a bump. I don't know, like. Because Cersei's not pregnant. Yeah, that, probably. But I think there's stuff that doesn't line up as far as I the timelines and the journey. Season. I, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think the timeline thing is we've just skipped the travel part. I, yeah. I don't think the time is rushed. We're just skipping to the parts where people arrive. I mean, places. I, I disagree. I, I think this this season or this episode of this new season does a better job than a lot of last season. So a lot of, my problem with Game of Thrones last season and, and the, a couple of interactions with this one is that it turned into Batman versus Superman, where it's literally just two people standing in a room and delivering one liners at each other until they cut to the next scene. And they kind of do that for a couple of scenes in this one. There but, is some of that. But they actually have a couple of other scenes in it where they like sit down and, and you know, you've talked about Ian, how they've kind of lost the art of the conversation. I thought they brought a little of it back yeah. in this one. I thought there were definitely some better interactions. Well, I that, think that I, to me, the scene that does that the best and you and I talk a little bit is, is and it's a Danny scene, but the Danny Sam scene is really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sam is fucking going for it. Yeah. Danny, yeah. Not so much. No, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, acting is a skill that still eludes her. You know? <laughs> Look, I would argue that acting is a skill that eludes most of them. Yeah. I, that's what that's Cersei and Sam. I'm t- Jamie, kind of. When I was writing my notes, I put Sam, acting. 
acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just wondering, was like, does he know what show he's on still? Because everyone yeah. else is just kind of phoned it in. And you're really, you know, they're like charismatic people, but they're not yeah. like acting. He's really great. Yeah, he's scene. really good. I, I, I like this episode, but I really thought it was like they wrote down a list of every rea- reunion that they needed to have, and they just checked it off. Checked it off. Checked it off. Well, you know, Arya Hound, Arya and Gendry, you know. Also, it, sexual tension between Arya and Gendry now, apparently. Yeah. See, I, I thought that when I in season well, I thought three, that was already was, a thing. Yeah, yeah there was like some of that. Was that already a thing? Yeah, yeah. there was some of that. It yeah. was, you know, ours. Really I mean, young, of course, but, she was a child before, but they definitely had a connection. I did in this episode thinking, are we going to get an Arya sex scene at some point oh, during this God, season? No. And I don't want that. Yeah. Nope. I hope that doesn't happen. What do we? What do you guys think that weapon was? That oh, she gave she, yeah, Arya has Gendry design some nude. Probably gotta be, gotta be, a, gotta be a gun. I don't know. That would be dope. It's got to be a gun. That's what I'm thinking. Some kind of gun. Um. I really liked this episode. It was it was almost all characters and dialogue. There was very little yeah, action, yeah. and I thought it was dope. I no, no one important died. No one nope. important died. Uh, there was barely a sword drawn. Yeah, it yep. was yeah. it was very setting the table. I, w- I will say I actually really enjoyed. It's a thing that the show has been criticized for a lot, and I feel like they were leaning into it. The sex position scene with Braun. Mm. One, because I thought that was one of the better, like, again, a lot of the other scenes, I feel like you're just, you have to hit plot point to plot point. That one just felt very, like, natural. Like, this is a moment in time where we're seeing, like, what Bronze life right. is like. Yeah. Um, I th- definitely, it felt like they were like, hey, man, we haven't done just straight up gratuitous nudity. But, but it also, yeah. I love I love that it, like, deeply took the sex out of the sex position. Right, like, right. it was the least sexy right. sex scene. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I really, I mean, Braun is just a delightful character, but I, yeah, I thought that was great. my favorite scene in the show. In the my, my favorite one was, it's probably most people's it was john and danny riding the dragons i, I really enjoyed you know, that i i love john on the you know before I, he even knew he's a targaryen he's yeah. fucking riding the dragon I, and he's riding the dragon named after his father oh yeah yes. that's a good yes. point so, yeah yeah I, I don't know if we're sap- severing spoilers and all but my favorite scene would definitely be a spoilery scene so well though this is all spoilers this is yeah. all spoilers. yeah which yeah. one well if, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't listened back. to it yeah there's the end, man, when Jamie yeah. shows up. And I hadn't even thought of those two characters interacting, which is funny because it's the thing that sits the whole fucking yep, thing yeah, in motion. Sure. Yep. But uh, as soon as they locked eyes, and they even telegraphed it, and I still didn't see yep. it coming. But uh, but yeah, I thought I, that was pretty You know what? Dope. Again, I, I Christian and I were talking about this before we started recording. Is like We don't know if, how much of it is, is a character choice and how much of it is the actor or how much of it is just the director is understanding that there's not much to work with. Right. But, uh, you know, Brand's really got the thousand-yard stare <laughs> thing down. <laughs> he does. Right, right. Um, but I do really like the payoff to I'm waiting for an old friend yeah. and then the, the Jamie thing. Now, I have heard, well, I might save this for our theories, but there is a theory that it's not actually Jamie, but carry on. Oh. Um, no, I want to hear that. The, uh, I, <laughs> one thing I, I really liked about thinking, I've never really thought about is, Jamie never realizes that he's alive. Like he knows he survives, and they like try to assassinate yeah. him. But then they all think they die. Right when Theon takes over, yep. the, both the Stark boys. Oh yeah, that's so he, right. He doesn't that's even true. know that Bran is alive. He yep. thought he, he thought Theon burned him alive. That speaking of that kind of thing, also I think everyone on Earth had forgotten that Sansa and Tyrion are married. Yeah, no, yeah. I, that's, no, that's what I mean, I have, I have a I knew, but that's that. what I mean. It was a checklist of reunions, and they were just going down the box. Yeah, this this part of this this part of the series is all payoff. Yeah, it's that's all, all it is. And but it's, I don't think that's was, a problem. No, it's not a problem. It's just 
Because you have to do it at we've, some point. We've it's poor earned writing. it. It's poor writing, though, I, I would say. I, I don't know if it's poor. I mean, you have to do you gotta it. you got to do it. you, you got to do it. I, yeah. I think it was probably, let's get this over in a character episode so we're worrying about this stuff less Down when, the when there's, you know, dragons and zombies I, and I will say, I feel like the travel budget, since now that we're only in, like, two locations, has gone straight to the dragons because they look they great. Look, the dragons look really better than they'd ever looked. I, uh, I, the other... Thing that I really liked, and we're talking about it's a callback to the first episode. The first episode opens with a White Walker attack, right? And this one closes with one that is again very reminiscent, yeah, of the beginning, right? Yep. And yet, with one of the best characters in the show and Tormund. And I, I mean, just I don't know, man, that's it, a this, great scene, it, yeah, it, all this, together. You because you you know something's coming yeah. the whole time, yep. I like it's, Ed came back too, I like the Ed was yeah. there, yeah. Uh, this is probably my favorite season premiere, it, it, at least the last three seasons. Yeah. Well, because season premieres are usually just getting to know you, recap yeah. stuff. And there yep. was a lot of that in this, but it was there was a lot of payoff in it, too. We already mentioned it earlier, but the whole sequence from when Danny tells Sam that he had that yep. she had, you know, burned his family alive to him then going to John and telling Jon Snow who he really is yep. uh, was just all like, you know, it was just talking, but it was really well done. Yep. You, you, you're probably, I, that's like the last 20 minutes of that episode. Yeah. And while it's not like the end of the first episode where, you know, a kid gets pushed out of the window, right. it still was like high tension right. the whole time, just right. scene to scene. Again, I, I, I don't want to be, because we're too far down this fucking road to, to start picking at, you know, little logical errors. But I understand that for time, you just have to have that John accepts that. But I'd be like, let me check your work. I know. Your sources. Yeah. I didn't like how uh, John's response to it at all, like any of it. One, the quick acceptance. But two, like, the first thought is, oh, I've been fucking my aunt. The first thought is, are you calling my dad a liar? Yeah. Well, see, I think that's very John No, that's, Snow, that's, that's, that's character the appropriate. The most important thing to him is living up to Ned. There's yeah. nobody alive that's as important to him as Ned. Yeah. I think, what did you guys think of John and Arya and John and Bran? I was underwhelmed. I thought they would be, I don't know, more hard or something. I it, I don't know. I, I just didn't. I like. I the thought John- their reunion would be more memorable than what it was. They immediately started talking about Sansa. Like, I don't know. I thought I thought there would be more there because they had well, seen each other. One since- thing they have in common is like they're the outcast. Yeah, so. but they were so close. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, but, but at the same time, and I, again, I don't necessarily want to gloss over not necessarily shoddy writing, but writing that's pressed for time at least. Yeah. Um, but I mean, one of the big things that's going on in this season, there's just been a lot of shit that's happened since they lost saw each other. And while they have like this relationship and this bond, they're different people than when they That's last actually, saw each other. I think yeah. it's great writing in that scene because I love the line like, oh, you still have it? Have you ever used it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a couple of times. Yeah, like, I like how she's very that was still being bit. like modest about how she's the most badass killer. I, um, I, I did, there was one little line of dialogue I didn't like in there where, you know, I can't remember if that was during that scene or talking about Arya, but when he says that Arya is the only one of his siblings that believed in him, Rob seemed to always believe in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Maybe only living or throwing and Rob in there, but that's a minor quibble. Uh, what? I was the, gonna say the brand reunion yeah. to your other point. I I did enjoy because there is no more reunion with Brand. Yeah. Brand doesn't give a shit. So I like that Brand John, is not Brand. John wants a moment and Brand's like, we have to talk about the army that's going to be here in 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Brand's right. just weird now. You're yeah. right. So there's, there's no around that. I will say that one of the lines that I really liked is when, uh, the, the, speaking of the, the scene I didn't like, with, with uh, John and Sam finding out that he's a Targaryen, is when uh, he's trying to convince 
John that he's the rightful, you know, mm-hmm. heir, well, rightful king of the Seven Kingdoms. And he's like, you know, Danny's already all that kind of stuff. It's like, you gave up your crown for your people. Do you feel like she would do the yeah. same? And I do not. <laughs> 100% she wouldn't. Danny thinks it's owed to her. It is uh, her fucking birthright. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're definitely tele. I mean, this might be a little theory, but don't you guys think they're telegraphing her to become the Mad King a little bit? Somewhat. I, they, they, def- they definitely like tease bits of it. Yeah. Here I think there. they want you to think that. Agreed. They're definitely they're trying. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's going to be payoff to that want. She, I think she's definitely going to die because the thing that tipped me off is when they go fly off with the dragons, they go to that waterfall. She says something along the lines like, "We could stay here for a thousand years." Very much what Ygritte says. Almost exactly. That's true. And That's true. when we should stay in this cave forever. And that it, was like right I, before she yeah, died. Yeah, like I, it, I think she's I gone. Was, I was very disappointed that Jon Snow didn't like get sad. Like, oh, that reminds me of that, <laughs> I know, right? that better piece I used to have back in the day. Of my actual wife. Yeah. 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 So they did get married, yep, right? Because me or Sarah, neither one could remember whether yeah, they had yeah. gotten married. Uh, yeah, that I, I, I mean, that was the best romance on this yeah, show. Yep. So yeah, I thought that was telling. It's because it had actual chemistry. It, it, they, yeah, they, they, they really were in love with each yeah. other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, you know, now that you mention it, wouldn't it be fucking fantastic if Danny died in episode two? Maybe that's just <laughs> me talking because I wanted to die, but that would be so fucking surprising. Yeah. I, I you might win Sarah back in this episode because <laughs> Sarah hates Danny. Yeah, she's the worst. <laughs> I uh, I mean I feel like we should move to predictions because it's hard to talk about anything else in this episode. And we already about. have. Yep. Yeah, sure. Yep. Having said that, I think John and Danny both die. I I definitely think John kills Danny to become the prince who was promised because he says you got to kill your wife. Well, it's it's the Ooh. one you love, and and yeah. definitely there's well, we'll and then get, you get the flaming we'll get, sword. We'll get to it in but theory. The, Jamie can do both with one act. Yes. Yeah. So I want to before we get into that, I wanted to hit some of the outstanding prophecies really quickly. So these are ones either from in the show or some some from the book that I think are things that we have to pay off in this season because there literally is no more story. Yep. yep. Um, the 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 biggest one we just talked about is uh, relating to Cersei. She she has the prophecy about her three kids. They're all gonna she'll have three kids and they'll all die, which means that she will not have a fourth kid. Correct. And that she's going to be killed by her little brother, which she always assumed is going to be Tyrion, uh, Tyrion but her even though they're twins she was born first she was born first so it could be her or jamie my suspicion heavily is is jamie it makes the most sense yep Um, also to the prince who was promised prophecy he would he could also fulfill that correct by killing so the prince who's promised is the big one it's supposed to be kind of like the i don't even know what it's it's like the monomyth of of the westeros universe of essentially yeah who won the long night azora originally Mm -hmm. yeah who destroyed the white walkers like the beacon of light the the soldier that will defeat the night king uh and there's a lot of prophecies there's a lot of people who could fit into the prophecies definitely the most clearly appropriate is danny almost too much so uh definitely john fits into that mix but one of the big things you're right is about the prophecy is that you're supposed to have this glowing magical sword that can only be forged by killing the one you love and i think that's got to be fucking jamie yeah i feel like he's the only one that can do that because no one's gonna no one's gonna fulfill that prophecy to become a zora high right so he's gonna do it because she's fucking evil yes and he's gonna be completing another prophecy but in doing so I feel like makes himself Azora High. I, I have always felt those two prophecies were essentially leading to the same thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm with you, Jamie's story has to end with him being the one killing. I think so too. Yeah. Cersei. So do do you think if he's the guy who makes the sword, does he get to use the sword? Is See, that how the prophecy here's, works? Here's where I struggle with it All because right. it 
it seems like we're going to get resolution to White Walker storyline before we get resolution to Cersei storyline. It's possible, yeah. And because I mean, she specifically said she wants to see how the battle works out and catch you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so if he's going to defeat the Night King and maybe dying and do so or whatever, he has to kill Cersei first. Yeah. So it, it's the only it, it's the biggest hangup I have left on like before maybe that I'm convinced mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. That's probably more likely. I mean, the other way you could fulfill it is John if they really turn her into Mad Queen, which I don't think they will because they're they're trying to telegraph it so hard. Yeah. Then John kills her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he becomes. Well, the other thing with Danny is um, essentially Danny kills Cal Drago. Yep. So she's already killed a person she loved. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it would be the very Jon Snow move to say, here, you take this sword, you kill me, so we'll have the sword from prophecy. I sure hope it's not like But it also would be oh, the Jonas thing that to, is to so know. so good. Yeah. <laughs> but it also would be the Jonas thing to know that he has to kill the one thing he loves, and he, just, right, he will true. fulfill his duty. Right. Yeah, he's so yeah. noble. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Yeah, All those things are great. He also does think out of situations like that where... It hurts right and be like well this has to happen and people think it's going to be me yeah. but we can make it you yeah. by you murdering me i've already died also twice. john could come back to life so danny can kill john yeah. and then a red woman could bring him back oh yeah where Maybe. is the red woman i forget she where the red i know she was wind. exiled but do we know where she, she went, went to bravos and i know we you, know you said you might have back. theories about that yeah yeah so we'll we'll, come, we'll, we'll hit yeah, it in yeah. theory so well, there, w- one more thing about uh, that's a prophecy though is it a prophecy yeah okay i have a new theory today because you guys know i had been on jamie doesn't kill Cersei. Cersei. My, yep. my theory was Jamie tries, he gets killed. Arya tries, gets killed. Brienne of Tarth has to avenge them both. However, I've got a new theory. I think that Jamie does kill her with his spawn. I think she gives birth to a dwarf and dies giving birth to it, just like, like her, her mother. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. That one. would be fucking brutal. But yeah. yeah. Oh shit, that's really great. That is not- really good. Yeah, I was gonna. Why say- don't you write these fucking yeah. things? <laughs> God damn, that would be so... Hang on, I gotta come back to this, because this is amazing. Because one of the big whole hang-ups is that, uh, for Tyrion, in his character, is that uh, Cersei is constantly accusing him of killing their mom. Yep. Right, right. So right. this would literally be Jamie killing her by her own logic. Right, oh, right. Yeah. shit, that's so good! Yeah. It is really good. Possible. What else we got? So I got, uh, these are these are a couple book ones. Uh, a few, Danny's got a fuck ton of prophecies yep. re- regarding her. Uh, one is is the the one about Khal Drogo when he died, with like when the, the sun rises in the west and sets in the east. There's a, all sorts of stuff. But one of the things that's mentioned in there is that she's barren, or at least she's barren until those things are met, that we have seen absolutely no evidence of that or evidence against it. So it's just kind of hanging out there. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. I mean, she believes it. She's, yeah, yeah, she definitely believes she's it. She's done a lot but of fucking. I think she's pregnant already. It's entirely possible. There is a uh, prophecy. That's a fucking word. There's a prophecy uh, regarding several people that will try and influence her, and all the other people are book people that don't matter, but one of them is the lion, and the, the impression is that either Tyrion or possibly now Jaime are, uh, could be bad for her. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, Tyrion's kind of already fulfilled that a little for bit. For sure. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, the and other... Look- oh, go ahead. No, I was going to... Like I said, the, one of the, the theories of fans is that Tyrion didn't talk to Cersei... Yep. And they've come up with their own plan to backstab Danny. Now, that wouldn't make so much sense because they hate each other so yep. much, but the way the episode cuts off in the la- the episode, the season finale, last one, they, they cut away mid-conversation of Tyrion and Cer- Cersei. They definitely said something in there we don't know about. No, yes. I think that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they come back, so, I mean, that could also fulfill that. I just don't think it's that. 
Yeah. Uh, but then the other big one, which is something that they've actually kind of teased in the show in a deleted scene, which is that uh, Missande, her uh, Danny's little, I don't know, yep. assistant helper right. girl, is evil and possibly a faceless man. One of the suspicions is that she, in, in the especially in the book, she's very young and she's very educated and knows a lot of languages and very yep. knowledgeable, intelligent, all those kind of things. In the books, it's it's beware the perfume seneschal which is like an advisor and which has always been assumed to be uh varus because it's always talked about how yep. perfumed he is but right. it also very much fits her there's also a suspicious scene in i think it's season four or five where that got cut into the, into the deleted scene where it's after jorah leaves and there's a special moment where it's just danny and and Masande where danny says don't ever betray me and she says never and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's fucking sketchy as right. shit. Right. Hmm. Uh, so I would fucking love to see that payoff because that is someone that I don't think anybody is really suspecting yeah, sure. to do a lot of uh, a lot of damage. Um, and then you had a couple other ones regarding Melisandre and, and Karth. Oh yeah. So the, in season two, like uh, Danny goes to the Tower of the Undying and sees the warlocks, and she sees a bunch of prophecies, and all of them have pretty much come through, like come true, mm-hmm. except there's one where she's in the Red Keep in the throne room. And it's snowing, which it just started snowing in King's Landing. And the roof's burned off, like, it looks like dragon fire. Mm-hmm. And she walks up to the throne, but then she doesn't touch it. Like, she doesn't sit in it. I just want to go off that just for a second, because yeah. I don't want to lose this thought. I think the resolution of a lot of these problems is the battle at Winterfell does not end at the Winterfell, fight with the yeah. Night King. And that somehow they escape to King's Landing. Yeah, I think there, there's going to be a retreat, probably. And, um, and the final battle will be in King's Landing. And so you could have Jamie resolve Cersei and, and the Azor High thing come true and then that prophecy also come true. I feel like w- we always feel like it's two separate things, but it'll probably end up all being the same Oh, you see, I can, well, we'll come I back like to that. it. We'll come back to it in theories. No, yeah. the only two is uh, Miss, uh, the Red Woman is in season three when she runs into Gendry and buys him, she looks at Arya and is like, hey, you're going to kill a lot of people. Uh, you're going to wear a lot of faces and we will meet again. So the Red Woman... Is definitely coming back. You know, a lot of she people. She also makes the prediction to Varys that yeah, they were going to die. Yeah, and then in season seven, like right at the end, she says, uh, I'm going to, to the, the Bravos. And he's like, Well, don't come back. And he's like, Well, I have to. We have to die in this strange country, Spider. So the Red Woman predicts, you know, Varys and Herm are going to mm-hmm. die together. I think, I think she's going to bring back a lot of red priestesses to help. That's what I think. I think she's going to rally all. Because if, you know, Tyrion goes east, you see a lot of different red priestesses. I think she brings a boatload of them. And they all start doing fucking magic against I the mean, Night it's, King. I mean, it's definitely a part of their thing, right? Is you know they, they believe in the, the Lord of Light and yeah. they believe in Azor so High. That's what I, I think. That way, she could come back, and we'll, we'll see how that shapes out. But those are two that the, the show is telegraphed. Definitely, they create the diversion that lets them all escape to King's Landing. That's possible. So let's let's break into theories. What do we what do we think has to happen in the next couple episodes? I actually on on one that you just said about the the throne room and the retreat back to Winterfell. Again, this is also me wanting Danny to die, but I could totally see Danny dying in the battle for Winterfell and then everyone just felt like doesn't know what to fucking do anymore because there's no there's she's like supposed to be the promised one. Yep, yep. And she's the fucking queen of the dragons, like they're the mother of dragons. The, the dragons don't know who to follow anymore and everyone just like fuck, I don't know what to do. Let's just bail. I could totally well see that be. being yep. the thing that happens. Especially because you think about how much of that is her army. The yeah. Sully, the Dothraki, all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, that. you know, their main hope of beating them is the dragons. If, yeah. they, 100%. if they don't have the dragons, they're super fucked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Come my, back to me. I got to think. My, no, I, I got all sorts. Of, I got to okay, go. My new theory is I think Sansa is the one that wins. 
the Game of Thrones at the end I, of it. I, I think that's a very good thing. And I also think Sansa is just Cersei part two. Uh, Sansa, number one, has survived a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. She should not have. She has learned from all of the best people in the show, like, yep. how to survive. Right. And yet she's still very aware of who she is and where she came from. I think that her being married to Tyrion is very important. The fact that they're still married. Yeah. And the fact that they reminded us of that. And she she has no business being a person who's going to, you know, stick their neck out and die. I mean, yeah, she's just Cersei and Littlefinger combined. And, man, also, but like she better. doesn't have a, a thing to do except be the only one left. Correct. You yeah. look at everybody else, they've got something they need yeah. to overcome. Yeah. She's already overcome her You shit. can find a death pretty much for any all the Starks. You yeah. know, or, I mean, all the ones that are already dead, of course. But right. Arya and Jon, it seems very likely they're going to die. Right. But Sansa, like, I, I couldn't tell you unless she just has a really meaningless death to right. a White she's Walker. She's also probably the most capable of actually leading people. Yeah. Yeah, she's... Her and Jamie, in my opinion, have had the best character arcs in the show, and yeah. I've really come around on Sansa in the last like three I, seasons. I think if See, she I still hate Sansa, but I think she might be the last man standing. <laughs> I think even if she doesn't become on the throne, she's going to be either on the throne or wardeness of the North. Mm. She, she will lead the North, no matter how this shakes yeah. out, yeah. for sure. I think you're right. Everyone's got to go back to King's Landing, because I'm thinking... The hounds in Winterfell, the mountains in King's Landing. They have to fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have to. They telegraphed it in the, the season finale when they ran into each other at the Dragon's you know, pit. I just feel like that's one of those things we may not actually get. I feel like there's, there's n- no way. want it No, because Yeah, and like the season finale, they're like, you know how it ends for you. You've always known. Like That was like last episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think you're right. I think, I think Winterfell is going to happen season, episode three probably. Yeah, that sounds right. And then they all go back to King's Landing, and then there's one final battle. Like, there's a season finale. Yeah. Can you imagine okay. how many fucking White Walkers there would be if they made it all the way south to King's Landing? Yeah. Um, more immediate thing, how do you guys think will, will pan out Jamie being in Winterfell? I mean, I think he'll survive. I think he'll survive, but I think it's going to be a part of how these people break from each other. Because I think, because I think, you know, of course, uh, Sansa's going to be cut his fucking head off. Yeah. You know, uh uh, I think uh, Danny is going to be cut his fucking head off. I actually yeah. disagree. Really? Yeah, I think Danny is easily manipulated, and she has been told wrong by so many people, and she now has arguably the greatest general that we've had. And yes, she defeated him only because she used three dragons to cook his entire army, and she now has this resource who has just very clearly betrayed his sister. I think he can make it work in his favor, and it's going to go better for him than he See, thinks. I think, I think why he survives. You're right, but I think it's John who makes that argument. That could be. Well, and you know, John's always the most pragmatic. Yeah, and I think Tyrion will get in her ear. But yeah. well, I mean, see, I think Tyrion gets in her ear, and that turns her against Tyrion. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. But you could be right. It could be John. Tyrion may say it turns it against her, and John's the one who's like, "No, I this mean, guy's really I, fucking smart." I think it's going to be the thing that starts to cause the rift between Danny and the rest. I of would them. also say I don't think. The Bran bit is going to be as big of a deal as we all think it is. Yeah, I a- think Bran is watching him again. I'm just really stuck on a fucking theory. Bran knows that Jamie's key to winning. Yeah, right? well, that's the thing. Like, like Bran doesn't give a shit. They push him out. Exactly. Of the no, yeah, absolutely. Anymore, Bran man. is not Bran. Yeah. yeah. Bran is the all-seeing everything. Yeah. What about Bran? What do you think happens with that? Do you think Bran? Another thing though. Yeah. That we when we were talking about theories with who kills Jamie, man, it would make a lot of sense for if Tyrion gets that fucking crossbow back. To use it to kill Cersei. That would, yeah. I, no, Bron, I Bron's a wild card. I think Bron's... I just don't think he'll do it. Bron's not going to kill him. I don't know. Bron, Bron has... I don't has think he'll kill him, but 
Something's going to happen. He there. has specifically gone out of his way to acknowledge that he has affection for both of the Lannister boys. I, I think he is conflicted. I think he goes for it, and I think he said he dies saving him. That's how the, I think the order yeah, of He's already like saved Jamie's life once. It's hard to imagine. I just don't want Brian to ever die. I want him to just always like skate by. He needs to get a castle. He never he, got see, his fucking castle. That's why I don't think he does it, because he even he even <laughs> says it. Like, the last time you hired me to do something, I never got the fucking back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could just be as simple as he goes up in there and says, hey, I'm here now. Do you guys have money? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, You know. I, I don't know. I do feel like that crossbow being in play has to be significant yes. for something. That's yes. fair. Yeah. I think so, too. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. There's so many, there's so many threads. There are so, a lot of threads. Yeah, Here, yeah. Here's <laughs> my theory for the end game that I know won't come true. I just want it to. Thanos dies? Thanos dies. <laughs> no, I want it to be that this John is a Targaryen stuff is bullshit. It's just lies that his mom's told. Because even though, you know, he wouldn't be the best in the best place at that time, it's still better for him to be a king than be the son, uh, be the bastard of a, you know, rapey tower servant. So I think he finds, or I want, he finds out that he's not really chosen to be anything and he still ends up being the guy who unites everyone. I think that would be the end of the Game of Thrones because it's the end of the Game of Thrones. That sounds like some Last Jedi bullshit. It sound, does sound like some Last Jedi bullshit. I just, you know, I have this thing of I always want the I, I want to subvert the sort of chosen yeah. one thing. Yeah. Yep. And I would really love it if that's where they went with this. I I, I think it does get subverted in that. It seems like it's all built up for John to win. Yeah. The idea that he's the rightful heir and he's this perfect, he's the rightful heir and he grew up by the most noble man right. in Winterfell. And all of that seems like the perfect storm, perfect combination for him to be the, the true king that the seven kingdoms deserve, except he's going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably just having a hard time accepting that because my cat's named Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I did like when Sam was like, you know, Aegon Targaryen the fourth and uh, you just, you know, listing it off. Like, right. it did get me a little pumped. Not because I like Jon Snow, because I like Samuel Tarly. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. By also, the, if you're in a fantasy character, you need a best friend named Samuel. That's, like, yeah. you, That's probably true. You will die if your best friend's not named Sam. I was also <laughs> going to say, do you feel like Sam's hair has gotten better over the seasons? It has. Because I did definitely noticed that and his eyesight wasn't that a plot point in the beginning is sam couldn't see shit oh <laughs> I, I, I definitely think i think his thing after the game of thrones is over is he makes a mint of being the guy who didn't invented hair products <laughs> <laughs> he'll be the new archmaster i like it yeah i oh, think he'll right. be the new Archmage. john john's gotta die he's He's too perfect for it. It's too neat of an ending, you know. I think. I mean, really, it all boils down to me, and the, and again, why I think Sansa may be the one to win is the of the four, three or four characters who win is a weird term, but yeah, yeah, sure, win. It of the three characters who it seemed like it was going to be this whole time. It's not going to be one of them. If there's anything we learn from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Don't expect whatever you expect. Go ahead and throw that out the fucking window. I definitely think if Sansa is the last man standing, it won't be a good thing. Like you, you would set not, it up. Well, that you, sets it up for a sequel. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I I I think Sansa. I think would she's be kind fine. of proven herself. In yeah. Winterfell. See, I think she's more of like a Tywin Lannister than she is a Cersei Lannister. In the sense Maybe. that, in the sense that she's harsh and cold and calculating, but also like capable and fair. I mean, she made she made good points against Danny, except oh, for the absolutely. fact there was an army of dead people marching on yeah, city, yeah, yeah. and you do whatever you no, have she's, to do. No, she's still in like seven. You know, she's still in kingdom realm, and everyone else is or Jon Snow is still in 
Survive. You, yeah. Best line is, what do dragons eat? Whatever they want. Is that the best line? <laughs> I thought that was the worst line. <laughs> no, I love that. I think I'm going with nips on this. <laughs> I hated that line. I love I, that. The uh, that, that was I'm, Batman versus Superman yeah. to me. I'm going to put a prince in your belly. I like that line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, of course, the... Um, if you want a queen, earn it. Bullshit. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, that was clever writing. I think that was Beyonce lyrics. Yeah. Well, I said it's, it's going to be every girl's Tinder profile. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. From here on out. Holy you want, shit. You want a queen, earn it. Earn it. it. Ugh. Yeah, you're so right. <laughs> uh, only other thing is I wanted to, to ruin. It was all, it's, just, it's only good coming out of Lena Headley's mouth. Yeah, no. Lena, Lena Headley. can kill that line. Yeah. yeah. She, despite the Acting fact, is a skill that does not elude her. She's all. <laughs> yeah, she is she's great. the best actor. She has been great this whole show. Yeah. One, I think I don't think Arya makes it through. I don't know when she dies, no, but yeah, I just yeah, don't Arya think she, I don't that. think she has a place in the world. No, either after. all Starks are going to die or all but one. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Arya dies, but she dies in a super badass. I definitely fashion. think so. God, um, I hope so. Only other thing I wanted to see is: Do you guys buy into the the Tyrion as a secret Targaryen no, theory? Not at all. Nah, nah. Particularly but, now that there's not three dragons yeah. left. Well, and well, see, here's that's my theory: is if Danny dies in the second one, who's going to ride the? Other I agree fucking with dragon? you that Tyrion would be the guy. Yeah, because but, he's already we've already had a scene where he's been able to yep. approach the dragons. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's more in the book than in the show. And Definitely, true. I don't, and I think because the show didn't bring it in that it's not. Re, it's a red herring in the book, but. Here's my, my, my contention that the only way that, that I feel like the the show has brought it in is, well, I, I mean, they've... There's a few things. Yeah, there's a few much. things, yeah, but, yeah. but definitely Tywin Lannister is no la- son of mine. last fucking words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you are not my son. Yeah, right? yeah, no, definitely. The, the, uh, the, only, the reason why I think against it is we they haven't done a good job of introducing the idea of false Targaryens and bastard Targaryens yeah, into the show, yeah. which is a big part of the book. Yep. Look, at this point, we can just fucking throw it out from anywhere. You know, there's no there's no reason to build it at this point. We're we're in I'm chaos saying, mode. Had yeah. you done it, had you you include the Golden Company and the you John know, Coddington and yeah. Aegon Targaryen, right? Because there's that. a fake Aegon. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. If you had done that, then you could say there is this idea that there is this lost Targaryen kid out here. Yeah, and that would give more credence, but. Yeah, I would. I think if in the context of the show, it would come out of left field. My one prediction I'm putting out there is I think Arya dies taking out the dead dragon with that weapon. That Ooh, would be that would dope with that weapon. Yeah, that's yeah. probably. Oh, right. I love that. That would be fucking cool. Um, yeah, because we're there's, all gonna be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> there's nobody but Cersei left on our list, right? Nope. And the mountain. Yeah, the mountain. Oh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. technically the hound. Yeah. She, well, no, because when she's doing I, the faceless name, she says he wasn't on her list anymore. Like, yeah. When they're like doing the game of faces. Mm. Yeah. Did she, she know say, he was alive, though? Well, she was kind of calling it dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm. she, that was her making peace with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, that gets me to maybe maybe the Hound loses the fight. Maybe it's Arya that takes out the mountain. I would that be would be a that. badass. That way. would yeah. also be badass. Yeah, be yeah, she needs that. to take out some badass fighter villain yeah. like the dragon or mountain you know what i mean yeah, yeah. you're on like somebody cool you know what i mean yeah, yeah absolutely agreed love it anybody else got anything well we need to wrap it up we do it's getting late it is yeah uh you know i hope the onion knight lives he's my guy he is the best guy yeah he's he's, he's the perfect yeah, I advisor even, i don't even need to take one of those game of thrones quizzes i know <laughs> i would get the onion knight so uh well cool so join I, do we want to make a regular habit out of this i know we're, we're gonna end up talking about it anyway we can we can talk about game news, of thrones like a little week. recap yeah. yeah 
so, so, well, so I, I will say this: this is the last speculation I'm doing on this because I, I've I've said after the first episode, no more spec. I'll listen to your all speculation, but I'm not speculating. Oh, I just I mean, I ruined the last season for myself. Yeah. I get not that actually not the last season. Which one was the season with the with the dragon fire and the, at the? That's the fifth season. That's fifth season. Yeah. That season, like I guessed every fucking thing that was gonna happen. No, season six season. where they used the dragon fire. Is to it blow up the Sept of Baylor? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like it's a two season thing, but they will blow it up at the end of season six. Oh, okay. Because yeah. we're in season eight now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I think we're we think we might incorporate a little little uh, recap. at least just recap or yeah. review. Yeah. yeah. In, see, in, see where we're at on our predictions. Absolutely. And probably do more predictions. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we can't help it. Yeah. Um. But cool. Uh, season episode six is gonna come along, and we're gonna be making more. I mean, look, there's going to be more properties. Um, Do we know what we're doing next week? We'll we'll figure figure it out. out. So we'll have something for you next week. Uh, It might be a little bit of a surprise. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you guys for listening. Please. What have we been watching? Oh, fuck. I- <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know the format of our show. You were, were going to cut it off, and I actually watched it. <laughs> what have we been watching, guys? I'll go first. I, I watch a lot of Game of Thrones. I'm not going to talk about that. The only thing I watch other than Game of Thrones is Hellboy, um, the new Hellboy. It's real, real bad. It's, it's, um, it's the hard R. Lots of gore, bad CGI. David Harbour is okay as Hellboy. I haven't seen the other one, so I don't have anything to compare it to. But um, yeah, it's cheap. The I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like the Hellboy concept. It's kind of too fantasy for me. But um, he seemed kind of. We literally whiny. just spent a whole fucking hour talking about fantasy. Yeah, but this is a little different. I, 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 I like know, that I, kind of. But yeah, no, it it, it wasn't for me. Um, Daniel Day Kim has got an awful, awful English accent going. It's real bad. Um, yeah, I would say worse than Transformers. Yep. That, that's it. That's it. Uh, I went back and rewatched some of the Phase 1 movies. Just a couple. Cap Ooh. First Avenger. Yeah. Liked it. It's better than Transformers. It's yes, a good it time. It's a good movie. Iron Man. Better than Transformers. It's a good time. I watched Vice. And this is my controversial opinion. Worse than Transformers. That's so surprising. Yeah, uh, I, that's like I figured that's so. Up that was alley. like tailor made for you. <laughs> yeah, it was. It seems like it. I think the performances are great. Uh, I just think he tries way too hard to like capture the same magic of the Big Short, but like in a new, inventive way. And part of that was friggin' Meth Damon. It's just not like a good interjection. Whereas in the Big Short, it's different people and different scenarios. And they're you know at one point they're like playing blackjack. Once Margot Robbie in a tub, all that. This is like him working in a factory, like talking. He's just his heart, right? That's what, yeah, that's, he's yeah, the yeah, heart yeah, donor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's 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 okay. I was actually, you know, between the GWs, I gotta say Josh Brolin's better than Sam Rockwell. Wow. I got real boring. I fell asleep for like 20 minutes at one point during it. Like, it just <laughs> wasn't gripping. Uh, I did start reading a new comic series called Darth Vader Dark Visions, which, if you haven't read the last run of Darth Vader comics, is real fucking dope. The, the Charlie Soul run? Yeah. yeah that's good. Uh, so I started Dark Visions, which is the new one. It started like two or three weeks ago. And it's okay. It's more so about how people interact with Darth Vader than about Darth Vader. And, um, like, for example, one of the issues is how um, an Imperial officer, how intimidating he is for Imperial officers. Yeah. And so this guy, like, destroys half of his fleet in trying to, like, prevent Vader from killing himself, <laughs> which is kind of funny because you, you do see a little bit of that in the movies, and there's a whole comic book you show about it. But I wish there was more, like, like in the other issue, or the other run on Vader, like, it's about him, and he's just doing insane sh- Sith shit. 
And this is more just he's a sideline character and how people view Darth Vader. Mm. What's the time in the movie timeline? Uh, I mean, it's never really specifically says. Um, during the Rebellion, though. Okay. Empire uh, still. One of the issues has one of like the coolest comic covers I've ever seen. It's Darth Vader on a black horse with a shield and a lightsaber. lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. He he crash that. lands on like a real like um like farming rural based planet agriculture is like their main thing, but they like live underground right. and he fights a giant worm thing. And so they view him as like their hero savior <laughs> character because they have no idea who he is. So they keep referring to him as the black knight. Right. And that's pretty cool. That right? is cool. Oh, that is cool. It's it's okay. It's worth a read. Again, if you want good Darth Vader shit, read the last run of Darth Vader. Uh, I also watched Hellboy. Uh, I'm a big fan of the property of Hellboy. Man, I think I think David Harbour did a good job of being Hellboy, but this movie did not feel like Hellboy. It's one of the goriest fucking things yeah. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you guys know that I have a I have a low gag reflex for gore, and this movie totally gagged me at one point. <laughs> Yeah, it, it just, and it seemed like, you know, oh, we rated R, we can say fuck, yep. but it seemed like people who had just learned how to say fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and they, it seems like they had a quota. Well, we know we can say, you know, 36 fucks, so we're going to use all fucking 36. It was, and you I know, thought the first half was better than the second half. Yes, definitely. The, yeah. this, the part in Mexico was great. That felt like Hellboy. I like the ogre, the three ogres, like that part early. Yeah, yet. but yeah, no, it's you're right. It's it's a hard R for being the sake of hard R. Um, I was I asked you, you're a big Hellboy guy. I heard there was a lot in there that is more true into Hellboy comics, like the way they do his origin stuff like that, more so than the Perlman or the Del Toro. Not ones. really. The origin's okay. pretty pretty similar, except they just throw in one character that's more from Hellboy lore, mm. but actually wasn't present at the mm. origin. You know what? You know how how the best way I can think of to describe this movie. If in 2004 this movie came out about Hellboy, I probably would have been like, okay, this doesn't really get what I like about this property, but it was cool to see it on screen and I kind of like it. And the one and the Guillermo del Toro one looks like the reboot where they course correct and do it <laughs> right. Like it's these are these are backwards by 15 years. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, it Oh man, I I really there there are elements of it that have like a fun Sam Raimi sort of uh, you know vibe to it, Robert Rodriguez sort of vibe to it. But I would not go so far as to call it good. The girl who plays uh, I can't even think of her name, but the female lead, she's yeah. good. Uh, and you know what's her name is actually good in it. She gets the Braveheart speech in Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich, but it's like the Braveheart speech for evil. So that was <laughs> that sounds great. But um. I, yeah, I, 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 I probably am going to go wor with worse than Transformers 2, even though it kind of harms Yeah, I say, it hurts you to say it. Uh, uh, Throwback to a couple weeks ago, I'll watch The Patriot this weekend. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that movie, I'm going to go ahead and say, is better than Braveheart. Wow. I, Braveheart has not aged well for me, but the, one, the action in this is a lot better. The villain is so much better. The one part where Braveheart is kind of better is you know all the pontificating about freedom mm -hmm. braveheart does that good better it's still not good if you're like above like 17 but if you're alone and you see that it's like you yeah, know what will i do for freedom <laughs> but uh but this one whenever they do it it's just fucking embarrassing but other than that it's a pretty fun movie and finally because of the star wars trailer i watched the last jedi again 
And um, and here here's what I'm gonna say about the Last Jedi. As someone who actually loves the Last Jedi, I also figured out what one thing you could do that could change that movie. You could change that movie, and it would be a domino effects that would fix everybody's problem except for one. Hot sister that for one, Rose. That one problem is that there's an Asian lady in it. I can't fix that if that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but okay, send Poe Dameron after after Ray. You know, come up with some shit like there's a bounty hunter or something that can track the Falcon, and he's gonna find Luke Skywalker. So Poe has to go find her. It it's like a domino effect that fixes everything in the movie. Poe is number one. What's wrong with the sequel trilogy? And it sucks because Oscar Isaac's great at playing him. He is. They don't know how to use him. I I think if you send him after that, first of all, it fixes one of the most awkward things about these movies is that two of the three main characters don't meet each other till the end of the mm-hmm. second movie. Uh, second of all, you can just get rid of the gambling planet. Yeah, you didn't. That's put, the worst part. You put uh, you put Finn into the role that that Poe po had. Uh, and at that point, you don't have to make up a new character for him to feud with because it would make more sense. You wouldn't lose sympathy for that character. Leia could feud with him because she doesn't know to trust him. He was a stormtrooper like 20 minutes ago. You know, They also they have the same like character arc, and that's what doesn't make any sense. Poe right. and Finn both are learning to be... One's learning to be a leader and one's learning to be a hero. And uh, it feels redundant right, in totally. that movie. I think I think if you move Poe and the thing, it would change everything in a way that would make the... And would make it about a half hour short, shorter, which is probably is the thing the movie needed long. the most. I finally got around to watching the last two episodes of Cowboy Bebop because I hadn't because I didn't want it to be over for a long time. <laughs> and I was finally emotionally ready for it. And it's great. It's it's, yep. it's just the fucking coolest show I've ever seen. I rewatched it last year, but I want to rewatch it. It's again. just so cool. Right. It, that's that's the best word I can use yeah. to describe it. Um, I watched If Beale Street Could Talk, which is a Barry Jenkins movie from last year. He so was, is this your Joseph is Smarter Than Us? It pick is. For it the is week? your my, right. the the patented Joseph is Smarter Than Us pick for the week. Uh, directed by Barry Jenkins, who did Moonlight a couple years ago, won the Oscar. I don't know why this wasn't nominated for more things. I mean, it, uh, it's, it's a little different from Moonlight because Moonlight had that time jump thing, but it's kind of a slice of life about a young couple falling in love. The the girl gets pregnant, unwed, and then the the guy gets wrongly imprisoned for a rape he didn't commit, and it's kind of just about the family struggling and all that kind of stuff. Nothing like splashy happens. There's no explosions, but it's just like it's it's a well done story. It's beautifully shot. The acting's really good. Also, one of the things I've noticed in Barry Jenkins' films, he knows how to light black people, <laughs> which is a, a surprisingly rare skill. It seems like in Hollywood. But yeah, no, it's definitely, it's way better than Transformers. It's, every, every single performance in this is better than Remy Malek and Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> so I just, I just don't understand where the love for this movie was. But, Shots uh, the, fired. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I, I feel like you're, you're ready for us to wrap up, but also you tried to sidetrack us on there again. I'm not falling for it. I'll, good, I'll fight for that call. movie another day. The only thing I forgot to mention several weeks in a row is my wife and I have been watching the great British baking show on Netflix for a good while now. Look, it sounds ridiculous, but it's really delightful. <laughs> it's it's essentially like, you know, uh, it's a cooking reality show where they start with 12 and they one leaves every week based on whatever they bake, but they're all really British and they're all very nice and helpful and the things they make are amazing. So it's against, it's the opposite of the Gordon Ramsay cooking show. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like pleasant British way to pass an hour and like uh, you know an hour and it's uh i don't know it's, it's really delightful it's a really easy watch i highly recommend it if you haven't seen it but that's it all right i like, I like bacon yeah <laughs> bacon specifically not baking yeah, yeah, bacon bacon yeah. pig 
So thank you guys for listening. Please rate and subscribe and tell all your friends about the show. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at our new email address, which is realphonies at gmail.com. You can also reach us on our contact form at realphonies.com. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at realphonies on Facebook and Twitter on, at real underscore phonies on Instagram. And thanks to Zach Evans and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We will see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>